0: An often overlooked journal by a British immigrant provides details of the eastern Ozarks of Missouri in 1834. George W. Fonshaw's training and connections in government earned him an appointment as U.S. geologist, assigned to reconnoiter the region between the Missouri and Red Rivers. At St. Louis, he and his son obtained a Dearborn wagon, a four-wheel conveyance with side curtains, pulled by a single horse they named Missouri. They arrived at Herculaneum on October 29th. Fonshaw spent two days in Herculaneum in adjacent Illinois commenting on, quote, the whirring and croaking of tens of thousands of whooping cranes, the scourge of the cornfields, unquote. The pair crossed broken and undulating country to Valley's Mines on October 31st, southeast of present-day DeSoto. They spent the night in a miner's dwelling at nearby Taplets and Perry's Mines, George descended the next morning in a bucket into the main 110-foot-deep shaft and described the ore deposits and mine workings. They proceeded to Farmington by nightfall, lodging at Mr. Boyce's tavern. Boyce loaned them two saddle horses for a day trip to Iron Mountain on November 2nd. The two continued to mine Lamotte, where they observed the mining operations. They proceeded on to Fredericktown, about which George said, quote, This was the ancient St. Michael of the French in the vicinity of which this modern American settlement has been built on a hill, with its courthouse and steeple a magnificent object to our now rustic eyes, so long accustomed to log cabins. Fonshaw failed to mention roads, but they likely followed existing trails. One that was well-established, sometimes known as the Military Road, ran from Fredericktown to Greenville, where it intersected the Natchitoches Trace from Bainbridge Landing near Cape Girardeau. This trace was sometimes called the Military Road as well and led to Natchitoches, Louisiana, and then to Texas. They left Fredericktown on November 4th, traveling through Pine Barrens and a burned forest, the first of four fires they observed in Missouri. Upon reaching Greenville on the St. Francis River, Vaughn Shaw noted it was, quote, "...a poor, wretched collection of four or five wooden cabins where the miserable inhabitants die by inches of chills and fever." Some residents were roistering about at a dirty-looking store where all the vagabonds congregate together to discuss politics and whiskey. The settlement, however, is beautifully situated on a rich bottom of land on the east bank of the St. Francis, November 5th, the two cross Black River. Within 14 miles, they reach Mr. Epps, probably Daniel Epps, whose land lay about five miles southwest of present-day Poplar Bluff. There, Fonshaw noted the first cane and small flocks of the now extinct Carolina parakeet. Epps had recently killed an elk and noted there were elk and buffalo still in the St. Francis River swamps 20 miles east. The next day, they crossed the Little Black River proceeding through park-like woodland. Fonshaw noted, quote, Here we saw the first ivory-billed woodpeckers, a beautiful bird not found farther north in this part of the country. Shortly, they reached the Harris cabin on Harris Creek in present-day Ripley County near the Arkansas border. Fonshaws left Missouri the next day, arriving in eight miles at Current River in Arkansas at Pittman's Ferry. He and his son continued through Arkansas and a few miles into Texas, then to New Orleans and back east. Fonshaw returned to England in 1838, receiving appointment as British consul to France. He published the trip journal in 1844, under the unlikely title of Excursion Through the Slave States from Washington on the Potomac to the Frontier of Mexico. I'm Bill Edelman of the State Historical Society of Missouri. For more tales from days gone by, visit krcu.org.